Hi, boomers. Oh, you are in for such a treat today. Have one of my oldest and dearest friends is with us. His name is Tom Carson. And, uh, oh, we just go way back. Tom, I'm so delighted to have you join us today. Well, thank you, Michelle. I'm delighted to be here. I know that we're, you know, getting up there in years, but you are one of my favorite boomers in terms of being active. You're like still out there. You're not on a walker. You're not doing any of that. So I'd just like you to talk a little bit about what exercise you currently are working on and enjoy and uh, what recommendations you have for people. (laughs) All right, great. Well, you know, um, I don't know what all the ages are that uh, constitute a boomer, but I'll be 74 uh, in April, April 26th, for those of you who want to wish me a happy birthday. Um, so uh, what do I enjoy? Well, I've been a skier pretty much my whole life. I'm probably in year 63 or 64 of being a skier. And so uh, I've gotten really good at it. You know, I used to, I taught at Vail and I competed in in a number of ski areas. Uh, so skiing is kind of in my blood and I feel really fortunate, you know, that my dad, I grew up in Philadelphia and my dad just kind of took up skiing when we were kids. And, uh, you know, that was the, I didn't know that it was going to be such a bonus later in life to be able to enjoy a sport that's, you know, physically demanding. I don't just, I don't go out there and just kind of cruise around the slopes. I work it, you know? Yeah. And, on a powder day, I'm one of the first ones out there, and I ski the trees, and I'm really good, too. <laughs> well, so, what is it that you love about that? What is it that gives you such joy? Well, the thing, you know, first of all, just getting out in nature, in sunlight, in uh, in an environment that is both, you're kind of, you know, you're out in the mountains, obviously, you know, and here. Right? Uh, by the way, I'm in Salt Lake City, for those of you who um, don't know. And I, even the reason I'm in Salt Lake City is because of the beautiful snow and skiing and mountains that we've got here. Uh, I'm here in the wintertime. And uh, what I love about it is, you know, there it's one, it's fun. Two, you're out in uh, fresh, clean air up in the, you know, where the sun doesn't get blocked by too much. And, um, you know, it's just a place to, it's, it's definitely like the ultimate playground as far as I can tell. Uh, and to get out there with, you know, a couple buddies and be, we, you know, we'll climb, we go to out of the way places, we ski, like I said, we ski the trees, we ski shoots that come down that nobody else skis. And um, so that's what, that's what I love about it. And it's, it's fun. It's exciting. It's got a little bit of an element of danger to it. And, um, you know, that's that's about it. That's that's kind of the what I find attractive about skiing. Um, but I, I think the, the other thing, just in terms of where I think the source of your question is, is like, OK, well, here we are. We're, you know, we're the age that we are. How do how do you keep on staying uh physically active and um and enjoying what you do and i think that's i think that's a key is that it's something that you look forward to doing so no one has to say come on tom you need to get out the door and get up there to the slopes and blah 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 
You right. Know, it, I mean, you're up there, what, almost every day, right? Almost every day. It's Here we are in the middle of February, and I probably skied 50 or 60 days already this year. And uh, wow. it doesn't doesn't take too much to, you know, get me up there. So there's that that aspect to it. And I think that also contributes to I know that I have to be in really good shape to do it the way I enjoy doing it. So we also the girls and I go to the gym probably five days a week as well. So I'll come back from skiing. And, you know, we head up. We've got a great uh, gym here in Salt Lake. Salt Lake people here, for, for those of you who don't know, people are into being physical, being active. I think it's the Mormon culture is health and well-being is kind of at the heart of it. And we get to enjoy being part of that culture. You know, you kind of mm-hmm. in an area where, uh, you know, no one, no one really cares how old you are. If you're at the gym, you know, you're you're doing what people do at the gym. So, you know, we lift weights. We, you know, do the the uh, aerobic the treadmills, the bikes. The It's fabulous. You know, plus, they've got pools. So I swim about probably three or four days a week. I'll swim half a mile uh, in the pool up there. And, wow. And I enjoy swimming, you know. So <laughs> kind of come back to it. I think it's finding something that doesn't have to occur like, uh, oh, I need to go do this to stay in shape or to take care of my well-being. But there's something that you really enjoy doing. I think that's a key piece is to find something you really enjoy doing. And then, and, uh, and maybe find some friends to do it with. And find some friends to do it with. I, re- I recommend people who are very close <laughs> to you so you can pull them along with you. So, uh, <laughs> you know, Mary and Sherry both ski as well, but they, they, wait till not only is the sun out but it's warm out there it's still as you know a little chilly uh <laughs> both in the city and up in the mountains so that's a that's a big part of it and then you know then also there's one of the things that we've really created for ourselves is you know we like the idea of life being a bit of an adventure so we're going to um well a little history you know we work on climate change issues with the guy who's got a uh, he's created an a organization called 2030 or Bus. That's Lachlan. I think you know Lachlan pretty I well. I do know Lachlan. We should have Lachlan come and talk with us someday. Oh, you should do that. He'd love to do that. He's he's much more of a you know a, a public uh, whatever persona than I am. You know, he just he did a show in New York uh, last night. Was last night? Saw that on Facebook. Yeah. So you know, he's that's not exactly my forte. Uh, is Although I love to perform, I'm always performing, skiing, and the you know, other things we do. Anyway, we're going to meet Lachlan in Florida uh, in a couple months, and we're going to do a skateboard trip where we'll probably skateboard, you know, probably 200 miles. We um, a couple of years ago we skateboarded from Salt Lake City to Las Vegas to raise awareness of the climate crisis, and you know we got a lot of press and uh, we got a lot of um, attention doing that, especially consistent with the interview a boomer doing it you know you see these well, young kids flying it's, around it's, you know? it's not like we ha- it's not like we boomers don't care about the environment i mean no. we've been working on this for decades yes. it's just inspiring to know that you can still make a difference yeah. you don't you know you it's not like you get old and then Nobody cares what you have to say anymore. 
Well, you know, Michelle, dude, it, it's the, also the thing of and not not like to feel guilty about or anything, but we really are handing something over to future generations. We're already well on our way to handling handing a lot over, and there's going to be a lot more. And I know you've got children. I know you've got grandchildren. Mary's got grandchildren and great grandchildren. And I can't help but think, okay, well, what is it that we're handing over? And can we make any difference in how the quality of that uh, gift of the planet that uh, that we're yeah. passing on to future generations? Especially when I read the other day that, you know, we tested an intercontinental ballistic missile. It's like, I, I thought those things were obsolete. I thought we were turning <laughs> that ball game. You know, it's like this was like three days ago. And so anyway. But that's a whole nother conversation, right? Well, it is. But there's, you know, there's a lot of things we we were very um, active about when we were young. Yeah. And it's sort of like the cycle has come around again. And we still have something to say about it. You yeah. know, it's like, we're not done yet. No, we're not. We're not. <laughs> and, we, and we shouldn't be, you know? It's... Uh, it's. I think it's a, a great idea to stay as active as you can, both physically and societally and and spiritually. I know we're going to talk a little bit about that at some point. <laughs> Not the part I'm looking forward to, but that's okay, you know. <laughs> well, all right, let's go there. Um. Uh. So I know you. You started off in a religious family, right? Very religious family. Yep. And I, I, my, my, both my parents were Catholic and my mother, my mother's from Australia. She grew up in Brisbane, Australia. And, um, her brother or one brother was a Catholic priest for, I don't know, like 50 years, 50, uh, maybe 60 years. They went away, they went away to seminary when they were like 13 years old. And her other brother was a Christian brother for about the same amount of time. And uh, I was really fortunate to meet them as an adult. We lived over there when I was a, a kid for a while. Uh, but I went back as an adult. Um, I don't know how old I was. <laughs> old enough to probably know better about a lot of things. But I got to meet, you know, meet with both of them and hang out with them. And they're really wonderful guys, you know, really, really great, powerful people. Um, and so, you know, that's the Catholic religion was really a, a big part of my background and uh and you know here in salt lake we've got these we've got beautiful roman catholic cathedrals that we, we went we went to every sunday i had a thing when my parents were alive both my parents have passed so this is terrible to say but you know once they passed i really didn't feel quite as obligated to go to church uh i'm not saying my spirituality dropped off but going to mass every sunday uh no longer became i did it really to honor my parents you know uh we went to um we used to go to the cathedral and we really enjoyed it i mean they have the you know the tradition here in salt lake of the Mormon tabernacle choir well you know the catholics do their best to keep up with that you know uh, <laughs> yes what well, it's the church of the madeline is it yeah church of the madeline good lord exactly that's exactly yes. the church. It's, which is beautiful and that's that humongous pipe organ and a great choir and uh not quite as good as the tabernacle choir you know we used to go to their concerts they used to do free concerts on um, i don't know thursday night like practicing for the weekend and since i had spent time out here um i met a lot of a lot of people from salt lake 
including people who were members of the, of the choir. So it was always fun to to go to their practice and say, "Hey, there's you know, there's that person like that." Yes. Yeah. Well, and and a gift to your to your own spiritual life, right? Totally, totally. It was you know very very moving experience. Yep. We had to go to the practice because you have to be a Mormon to go to the you know to go to the, the church or the tabernacle or there's kind of a that be part of it. Mm-hmm. Us Catholics let anybody in, but you know. <laughs> so do we Methodists. <laughs> <laughs> we need all the help we can get. <laughs> so anyway, that's uh that's and and then you know subsequent to that has been uh you know a lot of things you and I have been involved in have occurred for me anyway as having a spiritual bent to them, you know. Uh Activities to have the planet work and to, you know, maybe alter what's possible for us human beings to be a human being. You know, that's. Yes. It has a spiritual bent to it, at least. I mean, I'm such a sucker for uh, goodness. Myself. <laughs> and, I'm, and, and I'm a sucker for beauty. <laughs> and you are. I know you are. And it's sort of like that's when you can experience awe you know, or being moved. Yes. And uh, I mean, I notice that I'm watching television, particularly around the holidays, and there'll be uh, these these heart-rending commercials. Mm. Where, and I sit there and cry over the commercials because there's so much goodness. <laughs> That's, anyway. why, that's, what, that's why I don't watch TV, Michelle, because, you know, to cry over commercials is just too embarrassing for a guy my age, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Although, you know, the other day I have to say, because I've, um, uh, you know, when I go to the gym, you know, working out on the treadmill where they've got these big TV screens. And, uh, you know, one of the things, the advertising for medicine just knocks me out. I take no medicine. I mean, I might get a headache once in a while, and I'll take a little bit of aspirin, I have powdered aspirin, and I take like like a thin, not even a thimbleful, just a I wet my finger and take a little bit for to get rid of my headache. But otherwise, I don't take medicine, almost like a rule of thumb. Uh, it would have to be something really serious before I would uh, feel like to, I need to medicate myself. And the I was just amazed. It's like every commercial was about medicine some kind of medicine for some condition i was like my word what is i know it must be aimed at people my age but uh boy if i was going to give anyone advice who wasn't taking medicine and didn't it would be well stay on that track i just uh i think keeping it as as clean as possible is the well yeah and you guys you know you are very uh good about uh, vitamins and oh yeah yeah uh eating clean foods and uh you know being careful about what you eat that's really accurate michelle that's um you know that it started for me a long time ago i um let's see it was uh, i lived in maine and i lived with the president of the Maine Organic Farmers and Gardeners Association. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, can you believe it? And that was when I was probably 23 or 24 years old, which was 50 years ago, at least. Anyway, so here's the president. And whoever heard of, of organics back then, right? 
And this guy was like a maniac about it. And so that's what started me on that the path of eating really well and, and looking at like organic. Well, if it grows, it must be organic. Not so, you know, it's uh, it grows because a lot's put into it chemically to make it grow and to have it look a particular way. And to, uh, and the whole world of, of eating clean food uh, kind of started for me back then. And we still do that. You know, we shop and it's always like, OK, you know, non-GMO, organic, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> it's, it's a real science to shop uh, even even at Whole Foods. You know, you just you got to really be a little bit picky. So, but we well, do. that's we one thing our, to learn. Yeah, we we definitely watch our, our diet, what we're eating. And we do try to take, um, you know, the supplements for anything that might be might be missing so so you guys get a lot of exercise and you uh and you watch what you eat and you take vitamins and uh, and take care of yourselves and and you still uh tend to your spiritual life it's like that sure sounds like a great life carson (laughs) i I have to pinch myself once in a while, Michelle, because, you know, the other thing is, um, uh, yeah, just a, it, I I couldn't have seemed to have painted the picture any closer to what looks like the ideal to me than uh, the life that we get to live together. And, you know, my partners, uh, Sherry and Mary, you know, we we enjoy the same things. We uh, act consistent on the same things. And we also, as you know. Uh, we've got some wonderful places that we get to live. Salt Lake. We love Salt Lake. We love our beautiful place here. And we actually leave in the spring and go to our farm in Michigan. And it's ridiculous, a, a ridiculous life. So, well, you're sort of snowbird, the opposite of snowbirds. You fly to the snow in the winter. That's right. That's exactly right. Yep. And have the summer on the farm and summer on the fall, farm, fall yep. in the city. Yep. <laughs> And I, we still go back to Cincinnati as well. So, you know, it's uh, back and spend time with friends and family back there. Well, Carson, I'm so happy I'm one of your friends and family. I am too, Michelle. And we, <laughs> do, we go back. I was just, I was trying to piece it all together, but I, I got as far as, you know, Cincinnati with your girls. And it, it seemed like it started before then. But I it, think we may have crossed paths in Denver before that. But. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm grateful. I'm grateful to have all three of you as my friends. And uh, and I loved visiting you on the farm. And I look forward to what we get up to in the future. Well, the invitation is open, Michelle. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Wherever well, I, I think we got to call it a day. Um, I'm just so happy I got to introduce you. Get, introduce you to my friends oh it's so great michelle well thank you thanks for that i'm honored to have the opportunity i was a little nervous coming in because michelle's going to ask me a question i i i don't know how to answer but uh this is great great being with you thanks tom welcome back boomers well here's my takeaway from that very fun conversation with tom carson if you want to be living a life you love, 
get some exercise, move your body every day, and do something that you enjoy. Second, do something for the world. Uh, the Tom, Mary, and Sherry all uh, have worked on leading seminars and uh, programs to help people in their personal growth. And their big project right now is 2030 or bust. They're going to Florida. They're going to be skateboarding across America. So if you want to follow their adventures, you can find the link in the show notes. I think the other takeaways are that sometimes your spiritual journey may surprise you. And finally, live with the people you love. Or conversely, love the people you're with. That's it for today. We'll see you next week. Bye.